Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is, this is what I said right here. You play for the Raiders. I, he does smell like alcohol. Yeah. So right now you're being arrested for the suspicion of DUI. Yeah, he's like, I'm Pac-Man Jones. You don't know who I am. Pac-Man Jones. I'm bad, though. For the Saints, man. And? Two tragic DUI crashes, an intense altercation at the airport, sleeping behind the wheel of a car. We're breaking down five of some of the recent arrests of NFL players. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law and Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. So you pretty much know this already, but no matter your status, no matter your celebrity, if you are accused of committing a crime, you are about to enter the spotlight in a whole new way. And some former and current star NFL players have learned that the hard way. We are breaking down five major NFL arrests in recent history. And we're going to start in Las Vegas, where former Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs III found himself involved in a deadly drunk driving crash that ended in a fiery collision. It is November 2nd, 2021. And 23-year-old Tina Tintor is out for a walk with her dog, Max. She and Max get back in her Toyota RAV4 SUV and they head home. And she was about two miles away from that home when she was rear-ended by a Chevrolet Corvette Stingray driven by Henry Ruggs. And when some of those first officers get to the scene, they realize just how bad this crash is. In the video, you can hear loud pops as the tires explode from the heat. They'll be heading now northbound, please. Control 449. According to crash investigators, that Corvette was going more than 150 miles an hour when it slammed into the back of Tintor's moving SUV, which was going only about 40 miles an hour. SUV was pushed more than 500 feet and burst into flames. Tintor and Max were trapped inside, and according to the coroner, they both died of thermal injuries, meaning they burned to death. Police body cam video shows fire crews trying to put out the fire with smoke billowing into the air. The damage to the SUV is so bad that police aren't able to tell at first how many people were inside, but officers start to get an idea of what happened. Yeah, security guard uh, was over there, said uh, he was over here. He saw the guy on the Corvette. Speeding past, hitting uh, the, the vehicle. He comes over here trying to get somebody out of the car, but he couldn't do it no more because it was already on flames. So right. he went back in and just Got rear-ended, absolutely obliterated. I mean, this thing was like an inferno when we got here. Like, you could feel the heat from here. Um, and then, yeah, there's a gun over in that car, too, the Corvette. Is there anyone in the Corvette or no? Yeah, a male and a female. They were, they were hurt when they were living. I don't know how many people were in this, but it looked like the backseat passengers were killed. You know what I mean? Right. 
As more officers arrive on the scene, they shut down a long stretch of Rainbow Boulevard between Spring Valley and Tropicana. A few family members appear to have gotten to the scene just after the accident, even before police, and they give responding officers an idea of who's being loaded into the back of the ambulance. This is, this is what I said right here. You blame it now, Ruggs's girlfriend, Kiara Kilgo Washington, was in the car with Ruggs when the crash happened. He had a leg injury. She sustained a severe arm injury. Both were taken to the hospital. Authorities did a blood draw on Ruggs two hours after the crash, which showed he had a blood alcohol level of .161. That is more than twice the legal limit in Nevada. An investigation found that Ruggs and Kilgo Washington had been at Top Golf earlier in the evening with other people. And if you look at the bill, there were 20 drinks on there, including for tequila. And then from there, Ruggs and his girlfriend then went to a friend's home as well. Ruggs was the first draft pick for the Raiders when they came to Las Vegas, but the team cut him the day after the crash. And then in May of 2023, Ruggs pleaded guilty to one count of DUI resulting in death and one count of misdemeanor vehicular manslaughter. During his sentencing hearing, Ruggs apologized and spoke directly to Tintor's family. To the parents and family of Ms. Tintor, I sincerely apologize for the pain and suffering my actions the morning of November 2nd, 2021 have caused you, your family, and those who knew and loved Ms. Tina and Max. I also let my family, teammates, and those who believed in me down with my actions. It hurt so many. Over the past 21 months, I've searched within to find the answers to explain my selfish behavior on that day. I have no excuse and pray that accepting responsibility and my guilty plea can allow me to begin the healing process and allow everyone involved to heal also. My actions are not a true reflection of me. I am committed to creating greater awareness and educating others about the dangers that driving at an excessive speed and driving impaired can cause. With the support of my family, David Richard, and friends, I pledge to be the father and man God created me to be. Thank you. Tina Tintor was originally from Serbia, and her mother wished to make a statement at sentencing, but due to the language barrier, she had someone else read it for her. On November 2nd, 2021, we were devastated with the news that our baby girl, Tina, and her best friend, Max, were killed in the most tragic yet preventable way. Every parent's worst nightmare is to create a beautiful child just to give them, just, just to have them taken away at the hands of another's negligence. There are very few words to explain the feelings of losing a child. It is a pain we feel every day when, when moments pass or we anticipate her presence, just to be reminded that she will never be there. To have only the memory of what it was like to hug and embrace her, knowing we will never be able to kiss her on the forehead or tell her how much we love her and how absolutely proud of her we are. Our Tina was special to us in that she was unlike any other. We pray that Henry Ruggs is blessed with the opportunity to be able to watch his beautiful daughter grow into the amazing woman she can be. And we pray that this terrible accident inspires positive change in the world. And with that, Clark County District Judge Jennifer Schwartz sentenced Ruggs to three to ten years in prison. After those first three years, he will be eligible for parole. All right, we want to thank Morgan & Morgan for sponsoring this video. I think it's pretty clear. 
from the stories that we cover that it is not always safe out there. And when you're hurt, it can be pretty confusing. It can be scary, and you really don't know where to turn. Well, Morgan & Morgan is actually the largest injury law firm in America. And at a time when you already have so much to think about, they make it super easy for you. They have completely modernized the process because you can submit your claim, you sign contracts, you upload documents, you talk to your whole legal team all on your phone. That's it. Yeah, an attorney is going to review your case in just eight clicks. They also have 4,000 support staff that can help you too, which is amazing to think about. And in terms of price, well, you only pay them if you win. There's no upfront fee. So if you're injured and you want to join the over 3 million people that call them every year, you can submit a claim at www.forthepeople.com slash LC sidebar or by dialing pound law, that's pound 529 on your phone. Next, we're staying in Las Vegas where another professional football player was arrested. This in August of 2022. It is Tuesday, August 9th, around 730 in the morning. Las Vegas Metropolitan Police officers found former NFL running back Marshawn Lynch asleep in a car not far from the Las Vegas Strip. And the officers say Lynch, who once played for the Seattle Seahawks and Oakland Raiders before their move to Vegas, was behind the wheel of the car, which was basically undrivable. The front left tire and rim completely gone. Another wheel seemed ready to fall off. Now, in the body cam from the incident, officers can't seem to get a straight answer from Lynch about what he's doing there or what happened to his car. So they work on at least getting him out of the car, which it turns out is unregistered. So here's the thing, okay? Right now, if you don't get out of the vehicle, you're going to be charged with obstruction and investigation. That is a criminal offense, and you will go to jail. What kind of obstruction? Obstruction. What kind of Yeah, we're not going to explain it all to you. Because we're just not anymore. We've already told you several times. Roll over. Roll over. Hands behind your back. No more games today. He does smell like alcohol. Yep. So right now you're being arrested for the suspicion of DUI. Well, Lynch now faces charges of DUI liquor and or drugs, driving an unregistered vehicle, and failing to drive in a travel lane. But here is where the argument comes in, because according to court documents, Lynch had a blood alcohol level of 0.18, more than twice the legal limit to drive. His lawyers argue, though, he wasn't driving when officers got there. So can they really say he was driving under the influence? Prosecutors have countered that, saying under Nevada law, because he was in the driver's seat, he was in physical control of the car. Lynch has pleaded not guilty, and his trial was supposed to begin in November of 2023, but it has been moved to at least February of 2024. Okay, next we're in Ohio, where former Cincinnati Bengals cornerback Adam Pacman Jones was arrested on September 11th, 2023. Now, while Jones was known for making major plays on the field in the NFL, He's also made a lot of headlines for his various run-ins with trouble, including reportedly 10 times where he was interviewed by police. He's had several suspensions. But let's break this one down for you. So it is a Monday just after 6 a.m., and Jones had boarded a United Airlines flight at the Cincinnati Northern Kentucky International Airport. But the flight crew determines he is being unruly, and they want him off the plane. And that means everyone else has to get off the plane, too. Now, Jones would end up saying that this altercation stemmed over the use of a charger on the plane. Oh 
Body camera footage from several officers shows what happens when Jones gets onto the jetway. But first of all, I ain't doing that wrong. Hey, first of all, we're gonna go walk this way, right? Oh, you ain't gonna tell me where to walk. I'm, am I up on the wrist? Listen, are we gonna walk? I'm asking you a question. Am I up on the wrist? Yes or no? I told you. Do not touch me. Listen. Am I up on the wrist? Yes or no? I'm not being detained. Before all those passengers reboard the plane, one of the senior officers checks in with the captain and flight attendants to find out what happened. Their story? It differs from what Jones just told the officers. We were doing a live safety demo because uh -huh. the screens weren't working, so we okay. had to get in the aisle and go ahead and start. Okay. While I started it, um, uh -huh. he then asked me if I could fix the charging port near his seat because it wasn't working for him. Okay. He said, sir, we're doing a live safety demo. Give me one moment. Mm -hmm. um, went through the demo, finished it. Yeah. At the end of it, um, he unbuckled his seatbelt yeah. while we were taxiing, got underneath the seat, and I just oh. simply tapped him on his shoulder. Yeah. Sir, can you please put your seatbelt on at this mm -hmm. time just to be safe? Okay. And he turns up and looks at me and he says, um, it's your job to fix this. I need mm -hmm. it fixed now. And I was like, sir. This is not a priority right now. Mm -hmm. We're on an active taxiway. Once we're in the air, then we'll get to it. Mm -hmm. I yeah. ended the conversation and walked away. Yeah. Then he turns around, yells in the aisle, uh -huh. you need to come back here. And uh -huh. I said, sir, I need you to fix this. It's your job to fix it. Yeah. Um, I don't care if we have to go back to the gate. Yeah. And the flight attendant says that Jones wanted to make sure the people on the plane knew about his celebrity status. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I'm Pac-Man Jones. You don't know who I am. Uh, Pac-Man Pac Jones. <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah, yeah he's, he's been in trouble. For Despite his insistence that he'd done nothing wrong and was being unfairly targeted, police did arrest Jones, and he was charged with misdemeanor alcohol intoxication, disorderly conduct, and terroristic threatening. As of now, as he awaits trial, he is allowed to travel per his bond conditions, but not through that airport that is at issue. Okay, as we continue on talking about the arrests of major football stars, we want to go now to Kenner, Louisiana. It's outside of New Orleans. And it is October 23rd, 2023, around 9 p.m. An officer pulls a man over in his driveway, putting him in handcuffs behind his car. 
That man in cuffs is Chris Olave, wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. All right, so the reason I stopped you is because I got you going 70 down Jillian. So that's 35 over the speed limit. So, yeah. That's all. I was just trying to get Yeah, I get that, but you can't go over more than double the speed limit. And Olave seems genuinely surprised that he's being arrested for speeding. Story short, I had got him going at least 80 on Johnny, but on the gun, I got him 70. Okay. Now, to be clear, reports indicate that he was cooperative with police. Olave's father, he's at the home, and when he continually questions the officer about why his son is going to jail, the officer had this to say. Should have made better choices. Police charged Olave with reckless operation of a motor vehicle. Press release revealed that this was the second time that he had been hit with a speeding violation in Kenner since August. This charge carries with it a potential fine of $200 and or being locked up for up to 90 days. If you are a repeat offender, up to $5,000 and or 10 days to six months in jail. Well, we started with a deadly car crash. Let's end with another. And we end with the arrest of a star college football player who was in the process of qualifying for the NFL draft when he was arrested. On June 15, 2023, star University of Georgia defensive lineman Jalen Carter was celebrating the Bulldogs national championship win with friends and teammates in downtown Athens, Georgia. Several members of the football program got into cars to head to a nearby Waffle House around 2 a.m. Now, while Carter was in his own Jeep with a female acquaintance, Two of his teammates and two female UGA students were in another SUV. Now, one of those cars was speeding when it left the road on a curve, going through a tree and power pole before landing in the parking lot of an apartment complex. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Carter apparently saw the whole thing happen, but he reportedly had already been told that he could leave the scene. Oh, well, that's why we're trying to get in touch with Jalen. That way, because obviously he either saw... Or he drove past. Or we, we need to find out what he saw then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Meanwhile, police, EMTs, firefighters, other first responders, they are dealing with an absolutely catastrophic accident scene where 20-year-old UGA offensive lineman Devin Willock and 24-year-old recruiting analyst Chandler LaCroix ended up dying in the crash. Two other passengers, another football player, and another staffer, they were injured but survived. It was later determined, though, that LaCroix, who was driving, 
had a blood alcohol level of 0.197 at the time of the crash, and police believe that she was going more than 100 miles per hour when she lost control. Investigators say alcohol impairment, reckless driving, and speed were significant factors. By the way, the first responders were having to do all of their work basically in the dark because the crash took out the power pole. Officers had to shut down a large stretch of road while they tried to figure out what happened. Now, one of the officers interviewed two other football players who had been nearby when the crash happened, but they didn't see it. They say that Jalen Carter called them to tell them the SUV had crashed. Carter ended up coming back to the scene to speak with the sergeant about what he witnessed. Jalen, Sergeant Schulte with the police department. Sorry, we got to meet like this, bud. Yeah, I was coming. I was actually behind them. Cause How far behind them were you? Uh, I was like, Rough guess. Put it in yards for me. <laughs> How fast were y'all going? I wasn't going uh, what were you driving? What kind of car is it, buddy? Jeep. Okay. One of the Jeep trucks or just a Jeep Jeep? Jeep truck. Okay. So you're following them to Waffle House. You're behind them. I'm like, not inside, but I'm so you're pretty close to them. You're not too far behind them. So you see them go through this, this pops, you go underneath it before this falls down, and you come to a stop on the other side of it. Yeah, that's when I called them. Did you call 911 after you called your teammates? Okay, so somebody that lives in the complex did that for us. I saw a lot of people come down. Okay. All right, so the next question I'm going to ask you, I need you to be honest with me, okay? Were you guys racing to Waffle House? I was Because I can tell you right now from looking at the damage that car, they were moving. Yeah, they was drunk. Okay. That's what what makes you say that? Because I seen them downtown, but I wouldn't say, like, I was with them. I was just walking. There was a okay. bath, you know. Yes, sir. That's it. You know who was driving that one? Uh, I think it was one of the girls. Okay, how do you know the girls? What do they do? They part of football. Everybody part of football. Okay. However, when police spoke with Carter over the phone a few weeks later, parts of his story, they seemed to change. That's when uh, we started driving a little bit and the turn came up. And then that's when I slowed down because it's pretty dark on that road. I couldn't see if it was actually a turn, so I slowed down to be safe. And then that's when I seen her car come past my car and she buried off the road. I feel like I'm on the average speed. Okay. And I looked behind to see where she was, and that's when I seen her zoom past me. And uh, then the turn came, and then she veered off the road. And that's what happened. All right. When I seen she hit the pole, the pole started coming down, and while my car is rolling, uh, the lines hit my car. So I just drove through it because it was sparking at the time. So I just got through and made sure I was safe. And then I parked a little bit down, and then I got out of the car to go so now investigators believe that this was a street race gone wrong and despite carter's insistence that he wasn't racing the suv and despite the fact that this seemed at first to just be a single car crash carter was charged with reckless driving and racing which are both misdemeanors the news broke while carter was actually at the nfl combine in indianapolis but he returned to athens that night he was booked into jail he was released minutes later after posting a $4,000 bond. Carter, though, in the end, entered a deal 
with the prosecutors to avoid jail time in connection with the wreck. He pleaded no contest to the two misdemeanors and received 12 months probation. He had to pay a $1,000 fine, perform 80 hours of community service, and complete a driving course. Now, when the plea deal was announced, Carter's lawyer emphasized that investigators didn't believe Carter's actions caused the accident because otherwise he would have faced much more significant and serious charges. The Philadelphia Eagles ended up selecting Carter as the ninth overall pick in the NFL draft, and he made his NFL debut in September. But his legal troubles aren't over because Dave Willock Sr., Devin Willock's father, filed a $40 million lawsuit naming Carter as one of the defendants. And just two months later, Victoria Bowles, the former staffer who had survived the crash, filed a lawsuit against Carter and the University of Georgia Athletics Association. Those lawsuits are still outstanding. That is all we have for you here on Sidebar, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. We very much appreciate it. I'm Jesse Weber. I'll speak to you next time. Thank you.